Today's episode is sponsored by Spartan Chemical Company. Family owned and operated since 1956, Spartan Chemical is a leading manufacturer of superior and cost-effective specialty chemical products sold through select trusted distributors. Spartan Chemical makes clean simple. For more information, please visit spartanchemical.com. On today's program, I'm pleased to welcome again, John Clendenning, the founder and CEO of Carpet Cleaner Marketing Masters. Hello, John. How are things in the marketing world today? Things are awesome. Excited to, uh, for the topic we got today, Jeff. Yeah, this is a good one. This topic, um, when you told me about this, that we should cover this, I thought I would need this myself if I had my own company. Google and the impact it can have on your business, whether in cleaning or restoration, but the topic is your listing in Google Maps. Yeah. How important is that? Google Maps kind of replaced the yellow pages. So if you remember from your days and 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 mine before sort of the the, the mid 2000s, um if you weren't in the yellow pages, you didn't get phone calls. You didn't people like you could do flyers, you could do everything else, you could do newspaper ads, you could do postcards, but you had to be there as well. That was where people flipped through to find a carpet cleaning was about as big of a section and as competitive as lawyers and pizza. Right. So um, so what happens is that people move to the Internet. 60 to now closer to 80 percent of people use Google and they use it on their phone or they, you know, or they use it on their desktop and they just type in. It used to be, you know, you'd have to type in carpet cleaning Phoenix, you know, or carpet cleaning Tempe or carpet cleaning Chicago or wherever you are. Right. Or suburbs. Um, Google's gotten so good. Most people just, the number one search is carpet cleaners near me, carpet cleaning near me, carpet service, you know, whatever. Um, and what pops up on the Google search? Well, at the very top is the new local service ads and almost every market has them now. Google guarantee, they call it. Then that, that gets about 10% of the clicks right below that. You've got, um, Google pay-per-click that's, you know, you pay to play in that game, but that gets about, um, you know, about 14, 10 to 14% of the clicks, depending on the marketplace, uh, a full 30%, sometimes as high as 35% are in those three listings. The maps only shows three, three businesses now before you have to click more to get the rest of, of everybody. And that gets between 30 and 35% of the clicks. And then below that's the organic where, you know, the websites are the, the Yelps, um, the, uh, thumbtacks and all of that kind of stuff. They're all down there and that gets the rest of the clicks. But in a transactional sort of environment, people are looking um, more so at the maps than anywhere else because it's the new yellow pages. Yeah, I know I do when I'm looking to purchase something, pizza or yeah. go to a store. Where is it on the map? Okay, good information. Let me toss this scenario at you. A good frustrating one, John. Here we go. What if you have a Google map listing but you don't show up on the maps. Yeah. Why is I, that? What, what's going on? Yeah. So I did an entire chapter in the book um, on this. Um, so the complete guide to car, um, internet marketing for carpet cleaners. And uh, this is this is actually from chapter six. There's like tons and tons of actionable information. So we got a lot of people that claim their listing, right? Maybe they don't even know to claim a listing. So your listing, Google may already have it because they got it from a data source or they they don't even know who you are. They didn't find like Info USA or anywhere like that where they pulled it in, done in Bradstreet, that kind of stuff. So you have to put your own listing in or you find your listing, but you got to claim it. Hey, I'm the owner of this business. I want to I want to now start making this listing actually accurately reflect my business. That is just the basics of it. So a lot, 
if you've got competitors, unless you're sitting in a town of like, you know, 5,000 people and you only carpet cleaner in a 50 mile radius, you're probably going to show up just because you have a listing anywhere else. You're not going to show up at all because all the other people have been in Google already. They're, um, they're competitive. They know what it takes to make it rank. So having that listing is only step one, optimizing the listing and and doing a whole bunch of other sort of secret sauce or special sauce. It's not really that secret. You just have to go through the motions is the important part because it helps the algorithm go, hmm, who do I show? Because I, I want to give the customer the best experience. Which one of these guys is possibly better? Well, they make that decision with a whole bunch of stuff kind of mashed together in an algorithm and understanding that algorithm makes you help move yourself into that, that listing better. The other thing, the other thing to always remember, whether you're a service area business, which means you don't actually have a physical location or you have a physical location, um, Google still knows where you, you are, where your pin drop is, where your business, even if it's hiding the address, um, you're going to only show up in about a five to seven mile radius around that before there's too many other competitors that will, Hey, the, the person searching is closer to them than you. So now, now Google's going to influence based on proximity, all things being equal, then there's another one a little bit closer to you, right? So it is a maps, by the way. So it was the whole idea was about driving directions to the florist or the, you know, the accountant or the, you know, the bookstore. That's where it started. Um, service businesses got to include themselves in a map, but people don't show up at a carpet cleaning office to get their house clean. You go to them. So again, it's, there's a proximity radius inside built into the algorithm as well. Yeah. Um, I guess there's smart people putting all that together, uh, <laughs> but okay. Okay. Um, what about citations? Uh, I've heard about those and what can they do to get more jobs? Yeah. How can they help? So two, two rules with citations. So, um, Citation is just a fancy word for your name, address, and your phone number, right? It's just, you know, um, and the, so there's a couple of places where that plays into in Google Maps, citations are used by Google as part of its trust element. So if you've got one phone number over here, a different phone number there, an address here, an old address there um, on all of these different sources, say the Better Business Bureau, that would be a citation. Chamber of Commerce would be a citation. Your Yelp listing would be a citation. Um, there's hundreds and hundreds of places where you can get general business citations like that, where every business can be in it. You can get niche specific citations. You join the ISSA, get a citation on the website that, you know, a link back to your listing, your address. Google already crawls all that. They know, well, you, you know, this business has got the exact same name, the exact same address on the ISSA as they have on their Google listing, as they have on their Yelp listing. And Google ties all that together. The second benefit of having citations or understanding that you need them is some people just go to Yelp. Some people just go to Angie's List, right? Maybe not as many that as go to Google, but do you want, you know, there's some, I know some cleaning businesses that for years and years and years just managed all of their, their online leads coming from Yelp. It was just, they only wanted, they only got Yelpers. They didn't worry about anywhere else. And it, you know, for a, quite a while, it was a big enough platform that you could just play that game and just have a good listing on Yelp and have a lot of people um, find you that are Yelpers. And nobody would find you on Google because you didn't have a Google listing, right? Now you've got to play the game broader. You, you should be everywhere. People that search the Better Business Bureau to find accredited businesses, you better be there. That gives you a citation. If the name, address, and phone number matches exactly your Google listing, Google goes, oh, I trust this business a little bit more 
because they're right, they're the same there as well. So how many of these trust elements can you build for Google? And how many can you build that might actually get you one, two, three, five, 10 new customers this year from that source times a hundred sources? So being accurate is critical. Accurate and everywhere that's important, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it used to be in the day you could you could have all of the what we call almost like garbage citations. They're um mm-hmm. they're the ones that you know, on sites nobody goes to, but at least you put your listing on there. It's more about hey, can I have five hundred citations? And as long as I got them everywhere, um, now it's quality over quantity. You only really need about 50 to 100 citations, but they need to be on great sites that people use and they need to be updated regularly. So if you've got new pictures and you log back into the account once a month and update the newest pictures to your Foursquare, that's a good citation to have. And you can upload pictures there regularly. Well, Google now knows that you just changed something in there. Now you've created a fresh Uh, you know, you refresh the listing a little bit as well. And that little bit of refreshing is just another data signal that says, oh, I trust these guys and they're active. And that's another way to move up in the maps. Yeah. Well, it's good we have experts like you to figure this out because things change from one day to the next, it seems. Um, You must have a special source at Google or something, John. (laughs) (laughs) It is is a challenge to stay on top of all the changes for sure. Yeah. Are there any more tips to close out today that you would like to share to rank their business better in Google Maps? Something we've missed yet? Yeah. So um, reviews, we all know reviews are important. Well, reviews are important to Google as well. Not just quantity. You don't want to get like 20, 30, 50, 100, you know, 200 reviews to your listing all at once. Google looks at review velocity. So if your competitors are getting in your space, getting five to 15 new reviews a month and you get 50 once and none for a while, um, it's going to look a little fishy because it's it's a natural thing. But reviews help move, make Google not only trust you, but again, they're trying to make that decision. Who do I show in front of somebody else? Because, you know, which one is actually, you know, more accurate and better for the searcher? All Google cares about is, is the searcher getting the best search experience. So you want to make sure you upload photos all the time because people look at photos. Google sees they're looking at photos and that makes, oh, these guys, they spent longer on the listing. They must be better kind of idea. So you want to be playing that game. You want to upload all your services and your products. There's areas to do that in your listing. So you kind of want to do a little bit of self-study on what are all the different places inside of Google listing that you can add something and think about what to add that's authentic. Don't put a stock photo of a baby lying on a carpet or a generic carpet cleaning guy with a wand. No, you and your team and your vans and make people, you know, it's real people that are going there. Feel real when they show up. Why do you need to wash your hands? To prevent getting sick and to keep the germs away. To get rid of germs. Keep your hands clean. If you don't wash your hands, you get all of the germs on your hands. Because there's germs everywhere. Because there's germs in the city that'll pass it around and you'll get very sick. Because of the virus. If we touch things that have germs on them, we can get ourselves sick and other people sick. And if you get a germ in your body, it makes you very, very, very sick. When should you wash your hands? Before you eat. Eating food. When mom makes me food, I need to wash my hands really good. After you eat and touch stuff. After you go to the bathroom. After the bathroom. After you go potty. Potty. Go potty. And the potty. Oh, when you go outside. When you get mud on your hands. 
and after you come back from the store. And after you take the trash out. What is the best way to wash your hands? The best way to wash our hands is to get our hands wet. First, you turn on the water. Take some foamy soap. Lots of soap and water. One, two, three. Three pieces of soap. And rub your hands together for 20 seconds. Sing your ABCs while you're doing it. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Wash, wash, make sure you get into between your fingers. You know you have five fingers. H-I-J-K-L-M-O-P. Go in between your fingers, the front of your fingers, and your back of your finger. Rub it in the water really good. Squeeze them. To make sure you don't have any germs in your hands anymore. After you have done that, you rinse your hands off, get all the foamy soap off. Shake it in the sink. And dry them. And then you dry them. And then you're all clean. And that's it's not clean. Not clean.